Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. It's time now for a regional roundup. We're turning the attention to Malaysia. There has been no decision made by the King of Malaysia on who would be the next Prime Minister after the ruler met the leaders of the Pakatan Harapan and the Perikatan Nasional Party yesterday. So what's next? Well, on the line with me this morning is Dr. O.A. San, Senior Fellow at the Singapore Institute of International Affairs. Good morning, Dr. O. Very good morning to all of you. It is an interesting time, Dr. O, and I would describe it as the latest twist in Malaysia's political tug of war. So the Sultan Abdul Sultan Ahmad Shah set to choose Malaysia's next prime minister. How has it come to this? Could you give us some context? Well, indeed, twists and turns and tugs of wars are <laughs> the right terms to describe what's going on here. Well, that's because, uh, well, Malaysia and Singapore, we have the very similar uh, political system. Whichever party which, uh, in, in principle, wins a majority in parliament, right, then you get, you get to form the government. Yeah. Unfortunately, in Malaysia's case, uh, in this particular election, the three major party coalitions, neither of them won a majority. So mm-hmm. then, of course, then uh, they scramble to try to put together let's say, a coalition government so that they can pass the halfway mark of uh, parliamentary seats. But over the last few years, uh, sorry, the last few days, uh, mm-hmm. hopefully don't get into years, uh, <laughs> they, they simply could not do that. No single coalition could muster together a, a majority in parliament to form the next government. Yeah. And that's why the king you know, is uh, trying to determine which uh, coalition is most likely to command a majority in parliament. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, Barisan Nacional could have solved the problem. They have 30 seats. And I think both sides are trying to woo them to form some kind of alliance, right? But yesterday, they said that they want to remain in opposition. Do we know why they decided to do this, Dr. O? Well, I think there are the, the problem is that uh, there are several decisions being made in uh, ah. Barisan Nacional. Okay. The party president... I think he is more inclined towards uh, supporting Anwar, mm. but uh, some members in his, uh, you know, some of the members of parliament in Barisan, they tend to support more Muhyiddin, mm. and some others, as you said, they say, hey, why don't we, we support neither of them, and then we stay in opposition. That's why the king would like to summon all these yeah. and say, what actually do you think? Yeah. yeah, I think he wants to interview all of them. You know, it's starting to in my place, he's just paper stone and see who wins, uh, Dr. Kosh. We know yeah. that Mohidin has rejected the king's call for unity government with uh, BH. No timeline, though, for when the king is going to choose. I don't know. Could we hear more details today? What are you hearing on the ground? Uh, I think after... Uh, the king's, uh, I think it's probably like the individual meetings with right. national MPs. Uh, if, uh, if the numbers tally for either side, then that leader, either Muhyiddin or Anwar, is likely to be appointed prime minister. Okay. But of course, the scary thing is, uh, you know, at the end of the day, after even meeting these uh, BN MPs, uh, they, may, they, they may still uh, not have the number to form the government. 
Yeah. Oh, I think the king is meeting the BNMPs today to interview all 30 of them. I mean, in that scenario that we still don't get a government, is there any precedence to, you know, what would the next course of action be? Or, Dr. Oh, are we looking at a likely scenario where, you know, it's similar to the last time when Mahathir Mohamad, the ex-premier, collapsed the PH government and the king just decided to appoint Mohidin as prime minister after he interviewed all the 222 MPs. Could that be a distinct possibility? Yeah, it, it is possible that the king uh, determined that, well, fine, no single leader is likely to get a majority uh, at the moment, but, uh, you know, a particular leader, let's say Muhyiddin or Anwar, he is most likely to, to somewhat secure a majority and therefore appointing that person as prime minister. As you said, the king did so uh, two years ago during yeah, yeah. Sheraton move. Yeah, having uh, Mohidin as the Prime Minister, yeah. yeah. There's another scenario that's making its way around social media, and I stress again, this is just on social media, and it's suggesting that a minority government held together by a confidence and supply agreement among two or more coalitions. Dr. O, do you understand these terms, and, and how would it work in this scenario? Well, that, that was during the Ismail uh, uh, Sabri administration ah. over the last year. Okay, okay. Namely, for example, let, let's say it's Anwar, uh, but Anwar could not have a majority in parliament, right? Mm. And uh, let's say uh, Barisan National, and they say, okay, fine, we stay in opposition, but we sign an agreement with Anwar saying we will supply the votes to support him as prime minister, but we as a coalition BM, we will not be, you know, be becoming ministers and, and so on. We will not join the government. But fine, we supply him with the numbers uh, he, he needs. And that was how uh, uh, Pakatan Harapan supported uh, Ismail Sabri over the last year. Uh, not joining government, but supplying him with the votes uh, in parliament. That's why it's called confidence and supply. Uh, uh, agreement. Yeah. Mm, very interesting. What are you hearing, you know, on the ground <coughs> with regard to Malaysians? Are they generally anxious and waiting to hear who the next prime minister is going to be, how the next government is going to look like? Because it's becoming a bit of a long drawn out affair. Yeah, I mean, and, and we have been doing this uh, at least twice over the last two years, right? Yeah. During Sheraton move, during transition from Mohidin to Ismail Sabri, and then this is the third round. I think, yeah, people are very anxious to have a prime minister such that. You know, the real matters of state could be carried out, such yeah. as uh, revitalizing the economy. <laughs> yeah, let's like get back to work, get back to business, right? There's also an issue I'm sure government officials have to deal with right now <clears throat> on fake news because I think yesterday I myself saw fake news of Anwar being appointed some kind of an interim prime minister. What are you hearing with regard to how they're trying to deal with fake news right now? Well, the, the uh, Inspector General of Police has called on people not to spread, uh, mm. as you say, fake news and, and especially hate speech uh, online mm. and, and so on. Uh, but, uh, well, sometimes, you know, at the, at the heat of the moment, it's really difficult to determine which is real and which is fake. Yeah, you know? yeah. a lot of emotions yeah. involved. I mean, this is yeah. the running of a country, right? And naturally, everyone has that vested interest. Really appreciate right. your time this morning. Dr. O.A. Sun, Senior Fellow, Singapore Institute of International Affairs, on the line with me. Dr. O, thank you as always. Take care and have a great day. Thank you. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.